Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another life, another night on my podcast. This week's podcast, as y'all can see, we came on laughing again tonight. Um, we want to say I say happy family day. Everybody else say happy Thanksgiving, but I want to wish everybody a happy family day. I hope y'all enjoyed your family because you're still eating. Um, hopefully you're not too full. <laughs> um, um, I know how we get during the holidays. We get over people's house eating and want to go to sleep. So I hope that is not the case. But anything, I just hope that y'all really enjoy your families and enjoy yourself today. So with that being said, my beautiful sis over here on the other side of me, Quint June. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh Happy Thanksgiving. I'm excited to be here on tonight. We decided to do this pop-up show on tonight um, because there's been some things that's just in my spirit and it's, I can't, I haven't been able to release it. So I said, let me come up here. And um, in this pop-up show, we're talking about entanglements on tonight. And I pray that all of you had a blessed day. But and talking about entanglements, I'm just going to go forward because um, entanglements are hard to release yourself from. Entanglements will have you in a place that you are stagnant. Instead of going up, you are going down. You're trying to, I, I watched this thing on today where you are trying to enter you, you're, you're a full eight ounce or 16 ounce bottle of water and you're trying to enter you into a little ounce of a thing. And you're wondering why every time you walk into a room, you see you on the floor because they don't have the capacity to put you in. You have to be equally yoked with the things that you're entangled with. They have to have the capacity to... <laughs> for you to put you in it. They don't have to be perfect. They don't even have to be on your level, but they have to have the capacity. It has to be room for <laughs> So my question on tonight is what are you entangled in? What are you attached to? What are your connections that's holding you down that has you going horizontal instead of going vertical? Did I say that right? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You tell me, what are the things that you got yourself so involved in that you're not willing to release it? Some of us are in past relationships. We got ourselves so entangled that we cannot let it go. And we're saying we got history, we got years, we got this and we got that. But all you have is years of negativity. All you have are those years passing you by. You're doing nothing. You can't go anywhere. You're going in a repeated cycle. You keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and you're getting the same results over and over. And you know what that is called? Insanity. It's insanity. You're running a rat race on a daily basis, and you will not release yourself in order for you to elevate and mature. You will not allow God to pour into you <laughs> and, re and remove 
all of those things that don't have you balanced. They have you like you're in quicksand. You just sinking and you keep sinking and you keep sinking. And guess what? Eventually you're going to die and nobody's ever going to be able to find you. So you're going to die either a spiritual death or a natural death. What's your portion on tonight? What are you holding on to? It ain't always people. Sometimes we hold on to things. Sometimes we're attaching ourselves to some things that we know God told us to let go of. We hold on. Look, although your yes is going to cost you something, sometimes we hold on to the very thing that God is yelling for us to let go of. He's pleading with you to let that thing go. And you will not. And people are praying on your behalf. They're praying for you, trying to push you into the place that God wants you to go. But you still got the, the crab in the barrel mentality. The crabs are pulling you down. But you're allowing it. And then you get mad. You get mad <laughs> when you talk about, well, people talking about me, I'm always wrong. No, 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 it's you. Is you, you have to take accountability for your life. Listen, in this life, you don't have control over when you're first born. You don't have control over your end, but you have control over what happens in the middle. So what is your portion going to be? Are you going to be in the proper position in order for you to move forward? We're going into December we're about to go into the new year. What, how are you going to bring this year out? How are you going to walk into your new beginning? How are you going to release all of the residue from your past so that you can move forward into your future? Everything that you're attached to can't go with you. Every person that you're attached to can't go with you because they don't have the capacity. <laughs> they can't push you into your destiny. They don't want to grow. They can only see you where you were and not where you're going. And they're not willing. They don't want to see you prosper. So are you going to see yourself? as the masterpiece that God created you to be? Or are you going to allow you to continue to hold you back? I posted something this week that said, I got out of my own way. I turned my back on the negativity. I set a standard in my life. I turned my back on everything that was not good for me. And some things, I promise you, some things are going to hurt really bad that you got to let go of. Some people are going to hurt really bad that you got to let go of. But you have to get into a place where you love you more and you're willing to fight for your own life. Mm -hmm. So those connections and those entanglements that you have, what are you doing with them? Are you willing to release them and give God your complete yes? Or are you going to stay stuck in your mess?
what's your portion? I'm going to turn this to Coco because I'm full. I promise y'all I'm full on tonight. <laughs> I'm yeah. so full. Yeah, y'all, she took herself into the tent heavens before we started this <laughs> tonight. Um, so, uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, what can I say to add on to what she has already said? Um, again, things that you attach yourself to most of the time is not always people. It can be places, things, and in what y'all call it entanglement, we call them soul ties. That's right. Okay. Y'all got this new terminology that y'all want to use since Jada Pickett called herself, well, I'm sorry, Jada Smith now, called herself having a so-called entanglement. Wait, she her last name? It's Jada Pinkett Smith. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. She had, you know, did a little hyphenation, abbreviation, whatever you call it. And um, she said that she had an entanglement. That's what oh, yeah, with August Alcina. Um, But she pretty much created a soul tie with the boy. And when she broke the soul tie, he cried like a woman. Okay? So at the end of the day, he didn't want the soul tie to end. But she knew she had to let it go. And, you know, um, when she did that, he decided that he wanted to go public. This is what happens. When you are a public face, Mm -hmm. um, even when you're not a public face, That's right. the people that you deal with now do some real, real ratchet stuff. Yes, they do. When y'all say y'all don't want to be a part anymore, they start throwing who you used to be right. out because they think that people don't know about who you used to be. Mm -hmm. If you are one of those individuals who have not um, told people about what you used to be about before you became who you are now, then yeah, to some people, it will be a shock. But for the people that know you, it's not a shock. So when you go to talking, it means what? At the end of the day, um, you know, I, I I used to tell people, look, that what what the enemy gonna tell you that I can't tell on myself? That part. That okay? part. What 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 he gonna tell you that that I can't tell on myself? That I had probably been there, done, done that, and wrote the book, got the t shirt. Okay. So at at the end of the day. I can't say that I've had an entanglement. Um, if I did something, I did it because I wanted to do it. So we're not going to call it an entanglement. We can call it a bad decision. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you got to be honest with yourself about the things that you have done, the decisions that you made and who you chose to do them with. That's right. You know, um, again, it's not just relationships. It can be things. When we say things, we mean you can take something that somebody gave you and it be so sentimental to you that if somebody touches it, you'll lose your mind. Boy, if you can't find it, if you can't find it, you'll lose your mind. That's right. And I had uh, my little niece. I mean, we got her this baby blanket when she was born. She walked around with this blanket. Okay. She became so attached to the blanket, we had to cut the blanket in half after she got older so she could take part of the blanket with her everywhere she went. Okay? So, I'm telling y'all, you could become very attached to things. Um, and, and you have to be careful some of the things you attach yourself to. That's right. Some of these items, um, and y'all have heard us talk about witchcraft before. 
Mm -hmm. Some of the items that people give y'all have other meanings. That's why, they were, why they were given as gifts. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that. Um, just just take the time out to when somebody give you something, take 30 days and see what happens after the, after it's been given. With some people. I ain't saying with everybody, with some people. And just see what happens. When you notice that there's a lot of turmoil and the stuff going on after this. Okay, so what why was the why was the gift given to you? Right. You know, things like that. When you got people who come up to you, normally you know they don't give you anything, all of a sudden somebody come up and say, Yeah, you know, I got I got money for you, or I got this for you, or this, that, and the third for you. You be like, Okay, am I being pumped? Like, you know, that's that's my reaction to some people. Am I being pumped right now? Because you ain't you ain't never said two words to me, you ain't even never said hello to me. Right, and all of a sudden you handed me something, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it's it's just little stuff like that. I'm I'm always aware, so my alertness um, is a little more strange for some people because it's everybody that knows me say I catch the little thing, and I normally do. Mm -hmm. It's the stuff that that people don't normally pay attention to that be the the stuff that really causes a lot of Havoc in your life. Mm -hmm. So the Bible said it takes the the what the little foxes, the little you know to to, to small to spoil the vine. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, all it takes is you to allow one thing that should have never been a part of your life in. That's right. Your whole entire life can go downhill. That's right. Matter in the mat in the blink of an eye, mm -hmm. it does not take long. If that ain't the truth. You know, and, and we're not saying this stuff to y'all because we're trying to scare y'all, but we just want to make you aware of what's happening that you probably have not paid attention to. You know, some of these people that you involved with, should you really be involved with them? Right. I mean, what did they, what did they bring to your table? Are they adding to your life or are they taking away? stressing you out. I mean, this this oh. is the stuff that you have to ask yourself. Some people that you have have around you are they an addition hmm. to what you got going on, or are they a distraction and and a division all at the same time? Her. Okay, that's I'm that's fine. something that's something that you have to think about. Hey, Deidre. Hey, Happy Deidre. Yeah. Hey, Dad. Hey, Hi, um, Papa. Happy so, Thanksgiving. You know, all, all of these things you have to be aware of. Amen. Um, and I think a lot of times we we already know, but we just want to be like, no, tell me it's not so. Or we well, looking for a confirmation. Right. Like you you looking for somebody else to tell you. Well, you yeah. already know. Right. You know? Right. And you and you just be like, Lord, tell me it's not so. Do I really do I really have to do this now? Mm -hmm. You know, after I have invested this amount of time in the individual, right? Do I really have to do this number? That's right. You know, and, and in this season, you have to give people the gift of bye-bye. Amen. Absolutely. And be okay and be okay with it. That's right. It's all right. You gotta walk away because you and very seldom, first of all, I'm gonna say this. You could have acquaintance and associates but as far as real friends mm -hmm. that circle to me and it's just my opinion and people can agree to di disagree mm 
But I feel like your real friends, that circle will never be large. Ever. And the reason why the reason why I say that is because um oh the young lady from that night, Deidre, I will tell you in just a second. Um, but um, you know. I don't know like i mean what 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 can you really say at at the end of the day with anything if you are getting a red flag about it communication is always going to be key that's you right can always go to an individual and say okay this is what i see this is what i've noticed mm -hmm. Um, and you go to them in love. You don't go to them all cross or whatever, just because you feel, you know, this is what I see. This is what I noticed. I need you to step back for a second and just take a look. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you notice that you found yourself doing the same thing, if they tell you that they have found themselves doing the same thing or what you have said to them, other people have said, then they know. Mm -hmm. You could give people a, a chance to fix something, and if they don't fix it, then you know where you stand. That's right. That's it. I mean, it it don't take a rocket scientist. That's just like, you know, if 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 they they come to me and say, Yo, Auntie, this this, you know, this is what I saw the other day. I, I feel like you was real perturbed by it. But look, auntie, don't let it get you out of character. If she come to me and tell me that, that's cool because normally out of character is not where I'm at. Mm -hmm. out of pocket is not where i be you know most of the time so if i come out of pocket i came out of pocket for a reason mm -hmm. but you know it, it, but if people gotta reel me back in then i know i need to check mm -hmm. you know because that's 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 not me that's not my demeanor most of the time y'all gonna see me smiling and i'll always be hey how you doing you know something to make you laugh and then you know we might go deep for a second but then we go back to laughing that's what we do mm -hmm. on this day I would like to kindly object because nine times out of ten, I'll be getting the deep version of Coco's. Oh, well, you know why she get the deep version? Don't you say that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm going to be quiet because this is a sensitive topic today. I'm going to Oh, no, no, no. We're going to let you. We're going to jump on it. Don't let me do that. You got to jump on it here, too. Go ahead. It's still a sensitive topic for me. Listen. Okay. There before before the year is out, um, you have to release the things that are not good for you. You have to get to the root of the issue of what's causing you to hold on to that thing. There's something that causes you to hold on to something that's constantly causing you heartache, pain, abuse. There is something, it may be an addiction. What is causing you to hold on to where you won't release it? Is it unforgiveness? Right. What is it? Is it hatred? Is it vengeance? Is it what is causing you to hold that thing? Because you can be so entangled to the point where you want to hurt them really bad that you will stay just to get back at that person. 
but vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, and I will repay them. It's not up to you. He said, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard in your life. When I tell you that scripture worked in my life on this week alone, I mean, it worked. When God moves, he moves on your behalf. If you release it to him. If you walk in that spirit of, of obedience and you trust him with the situation and the circumstance, no matter what it is, no matter how hard it is, no matter how painful it is, no matter how heartbroken you are, I promise you, God is going to move on your behalf. Mm -hmm. That part, that part. Oh, Pastor Quint, you in the vein today. Mm -mm. I said it. Y'all. Okay, goofiness, my goofiness aside, everything is just pure facts. Um, literally, I was just in this season. That's why I say it's a, it's a sensitive topic because this is something that I just went through and still am going through. It's so hard to detach yourself from people, especially when you know you have a certain connection, a chemistry, a history with that person. But once you realize, hey, I know this person is no good for me. But what I've learned in my own season, and perfect example, y'all know I use my life. I had to let go of somebody that I purely in love with, purely in love with, just because he was doing more damage to me than good. I was always in a constant state of confusion, questioning myself, whether I was good enough for him to figure out or what he want, how he wanted, what is it that, why can't I, why am I not enough, pretty much, knocked my self-esteem on all different types of levels, just tore up about it, and I talked to my mamas about it, and they're like, okay, so why are you not pulling back yet, because I love him, mm -mm. I had to literally I had to love myself more. I had to love God more. Like you can become so attached. How you know something is not for you, what I've learned, you can keep going back to that thing. You can keep going back to that person. But when it's not for you, God will not allow any kind of peace. There will be no moving forward. You think you're moving forward, but you're not. Whole time you're going through just all sorts of turmoil and you're like God why 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 because he's trying to tear you away from it it's not supposed to be it's not in his plan for you that person or thing could have been for a season to help you learn something to get to elevate you to your next level and we have a tendency I know for me personally I have a tendency to hold on to people way longer than what they should be in, they should be in my life speaking I'm hearing somebody say but what it's my family. Let it go. Because guess what? Sometimes your family are the worst ones. Let it, let let it go. It. <laughs> let it go. And that's hard. But let me tell you something. Y'all heard the same blood is thicker than water. Baby, that's a water is so much thicker than blood. I promise you. I, my family is huge. It's like three of them. Three, it's like three families in one. But it's only a select few that I deal with. It's only a select few that call me and check up on me. I'm not chasing anybody. When I do wrong, 
on this fa here Facebook or I put something up is a specific person. My brother call me and say, hey, take it down or go to bed. I'm 46 <laughs> years old. What is your issue? Okay. Okay, bro. I got you. I got you. And I'll stop posting or my spiritual mama Nita. Look, she called Coco. Go get your sister. Okay. <laughs> get your sister. Because <laughs> she doing. Or there's people that's been in my life for over 20 years. We don't talk every day. But when you have a spiritual connection with people, they know that something is wrong. And they will reach out. I could be in a mist about to do something that I know I don't have no business doing. And they'll reach out and say, don't do it. And I say, get out my business right now. Tell the Lord to mind his business because yes, this no, you're not going to do this. Because then I know I'm walking all up in my flesh. Mm -hmm. But I promise from November 17th till now, I said this before, the maturity level that God has taken me to and the grace and the endurance, my yes cost me a lot on this week alone. There's some things that I have not opened my mouth about, but my yes cost me a lot. And I just still trust God because I know that there's nothing impossible for him. I know what I believe and I know what he's capable of. And even through all of whatever, my turmoil, my pain, my whatever it is, even in that, Y'all will constantly see a smile because I recognize people are not my wholeness. And I fought too long for my peace. God is my wholeness. God is my joy. God is my strength in the midst of my weakness. So if he tears whatever away from me, he loaned it to me for a purpose. For a purpose. Whatever it is, if he say, let it go, guess who's gone? I said, yes. So that means I totally surrender all to him. Not man, not woman, okay. not okay. Um, to God, and nobody but God. And don't let nobody, don't, don't let anybody manipulate you into having to deal with them because you don't you don't and it's a lesson that i learned the hard way people like they will literally just they have a way with their words it could be sweet it could be salty it could be spicy where to the point where they can make you feel so guilty for wanting to cut ties but you do what you have to do people will come with scriptures no no no, no. there's a scripture about somebody being your stumbling block if you're my stumbling block you gotta go right. you gotta go the bible literally says cut your stumbling block off let them go let that person mm -hmm. go it's okay to do so no matter who it is and if it's family just because you cut family off don't mean you gotta disrespect them if you see them hey you could be cordial it's very simple and it could be your own mama and it can be your own daddy that's right and yeah. literally they could that part Deidre and literally it could be Miss Deidre I'm sorry and um it literally could be 
Um, oh, the Bible says, honor your mother and your father. You're not supposed to walk around not speaking to me. Pause. The Bible also says that parents are not supposed to provoke their children to anger. And you constantly keep doing things to make me have to dishonor you, which in reality is shortening my lifespan because you want to you be abusive. You want to be cussing me out, talking to me any kind of way. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to love you from a distance. If I see you, hey, I may check on you from time to time. Do you need anything? No, no. Oh, you coming with the drama? I got to go. I'm sorry. I love you, but I have to go. And it's not disrespectful. That's right. It's not disrespectful at all. And it's crazy because literally everything that's being talked about is in a season that I'm literally just walking out of. Mm -hmm. And yes, it hurts to have to let people go. It hurts. You think about these people. You love these people with all your heart. Those things, the things with sentimental value to them, you love them with all your heart. But you have, you just got to let it go. You have mm. to let things go. You got to let people walk out your life. Or sometimes you got to just go ahead and simply pray them about your life. But when you pray them about your life, don't let them back in. That's right. Don't do that. Do not do that. You... <laughs> There are some people you have to ask God to release from your spirit because you carried them for so long. You carried them. You sacrificed so much for them for so long um, or that thing that it's hard for you to function when they're not there. So you have to ask God to remove them from your spirit so that you can move forward. So don't let don't don't walk into the new year with a weight or a burden or a dead weight. Listen, if you carry in five pounds and you walk in and you walk a mile, that five pounds feel like 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. OK, and you just walk in. So imagine if you're carrying a dead weight, 150 pounds, 100 pounds even 50 pounds, it cannot help you. So it's completely weighing you down. Completely. And you are struggling. And it's constantly pulling at you. Why would you go into a new year like that? Why would you go into a new year with a stumbling block on you? Why would you go into a new year sinking? Why? It doesn't make sense. I don't know about y'all, but I got some blessings that was promised to me that I'm trying to reach. And whoever ain't good for me and that's trying to drag me backwards, mm -mm, you can't come with me. I'm trying to level up. The term is level up, not level down. Mm -mm. And those that are praying, praying on instead of praying for, guys, stop asking everybody to pray for you. Pray, pray for me as I pray for you. No, they're praying mm -hmm. on you. Mm -hmm. They're praying on you. If you don't have a direct connection, a divine connection with a prayer circle, get one. Get one. Because those people that don't want to see you move, nah, you shouldn't do that. You want to open a business. they like, uh-uh, girl, I wouldn't do that if I was you. Nah, yo, you shouldn't go over there and get that. Hi, Stan. Hey, Stan, you got a whole hole in the floor of your car, but they telling you not to go get a new one. Right. 
Because you ride and better than them, or they know your business over here. God, it, He said, whatever your hands to put, whatever you put your hands to is gonna prosper. So mm -hmm. your business, you already got the clientele, but you walking in fear. You already got the customer base, but you walking in fear. So you're staying stuck, and you're listening to these people. And as soon as you step out on faith, God manifests Himself. He shows you that he's with you. He shows you that I, I've been telling you to do this all along. You held your own self back. He shows you that it's going to prosper. You're not only going to be able to help you, but you're going to be able to help others. It's going to be an overflow. But you mm -hmm. sitting on your seat of do nothing, talking about you waiting on God and you procrastinating. There is a difference. And look out for them people with the little passive aggressive jokes too. They got something that throws something negative in there with the little Oh, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. You're that serious. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. Very simple. It's very simple. You never know how what you say could affect somebody. Perfect example. I tell my mom all the time, even though I don't mean it, I literally tell my mom, over the slightest thing you go into a nursing home knowing dang well she don't never want to go into one and going me, <laughs> <laughs> my mom she pulled that scripture out be the second i said it was a joke because it is to me it's a whole joke but to her it's not because it's like okay you really playing with me i'm gonna get old one day we have our little moments you could be that serious you could be that mad and i didn't think of it that way up until she said the scripture and I said, Ooh, I said, I'm sorry. Did I say sorry? I didn't define say sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I don't remember. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say sorry. I'm gonna say sorry again. I genuinely apologize. And I literally just, I just stopped. I just stopped because literally you have no idea how much power your words can have and what you can do to somebody's spirit, their mind, their heart. Like, especially if there is something that they're passionate about or super sensitive about and also look out for the people who are taking advantage of you who are the people that are taking advantage of me hey can i borrow five dollars from you i'm gonna pay you back on my payday it's two three days late two three days later oh i'm sorry um I know we haven't spoke and it was supposed to be this day but it's gonna it's gonna be friday i got you it's gonna be this friday and boom where'd you go but you come back or, mm -hmm. hey, I need to take or I need something. I need your help. Or they're constantly unloading all of their baggage on you. But when you need them, mm, their baggage is keeping you into it. And it's keeping you down because you're dealing with what you got to deal with. And then you carrying the weight of other people's problems and you feeling everything that they're feeling and on top of whatever else you got going on and whole time they didn't even stop to say hey are you okay do you have the mental capacity uh for me to vent to you hmm. look y'all my, my sister over here has a way with words and probably about three weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> she said she said q i said yeah coco <laughs> <laughs> she said you know, there's some things that you got to deal with before the new year comes in. And she shut her mouth. I said, yes, ma'am. So now I know, I know, like she's sitting over here quiet. She downloading right now. 
Um, I know already. I'm finna get off the loses this woman. I know she got my best interest at heart. I know she know when I'm not ready for certain things. I know God shows her things concerning me. And I knew she said that for a purpose. So I said, okay, now I got to go to God and I got to self-evaluate because there were some things that I was not ready to hear. I was not ready to know. I did not want to know in no way. I didn't. I chose to stay where I was. Yes, I chose to stay where I was. So, like I said, when I said yes, tea for me. I said, Lord, I need you to show me more. I need to hear from you more. And I need to only speak what you would have me to speak. And she said, you realize what you asked for? I said, absolutely. So when I went to God, I said, I'm mature enough now. And I need to know before the night is over. And he began to reveal some things. And I said, okay. <laughs> and he's still revealing some things. And I'm taking it all in. But even in it, I'm not angry. I don't want anybody hurt. I'm not mad. Because this is something I'm ready for now. And I'm okay. Because God is maturing me. It takes a maturity to be at the level. Of being ready for what you ask for. And I know the old man would have acted a whole fool. Y'all hear about me all the time. But the new man said, okay, God, it's in your hands. You show me what I need to do concerning it. I don't want nobody hurt. I pray for those that mistreat me. I want to see everybody prosper. I want to see blessings and favor over everyone. That's my prayer. I chose to be blinded. That was my choice. What are you choosing to do in this season? Are you going to stay blinded? Or are you going to allow God to remove you out of a situation so you can evaluate your life? So you can see the way he sees. Not in the physical realm, because I've been there I did that. I fought that physical fight with my flesh. But the spiritual realm, oh my God, you get results. Things change. Transformations take place. I don't want to fight with the flesh. It ain't a fleshly fight. But I fight in the spirit all day long knowing that it's my winning season and everything that's attached to me wins knowing entanglements have to go 
I let them go. I held up my own blessing. I can't blame nobody else but me. I allowed it. And it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. If any, if y'all been watching this podcast, I told y'all for me to shed tears, for me to cry, for me to be vulnerable, that's a problem for me. I've never cried like I cried on this week. And I said, okay, it's okay. It's still in your hands, Lord. It ain't about me. It's about you and what you have for my life. So I promise you the weight that was shed. Oh my God. I can walk in true liberty, truly be free. Even last year, June of last year, I was entangled in some mess, so tie, because I looked at the friendship, trying to help people out, moved into a place. I said, I'm going to just save my money and I'm going to move out. The man tried to get me arrested. I wasn't even with him, but was lying and saying I was trespassing, but I was paying rent and everything. Had to go to court. Got taken downtown twice to the police station. Okay. And the Lord said, Mm-mm, these are all lies. But he had a soul tie with an addiction. And I just wanted to be his friend because I knew I could help, not be a hindrance, but a help. So I had to remove myself out of certain things. And that's what I did. And it was okay. So he lost a friend, a good friend. I was real good to him. He lost that. But I forgave him. I ain't even mad at him. And it could have cost me a lot. Because I'm licensed in seven states as a CNA. To see something like that on my record, it could have cost me a lot. my reputation, my character, a lot. But I chose to allow God to handle it. So with that being said, I ask you, I'm pleading with you to release yourself from attachments that are not good for you. You know what they are. You've been fighting with them. Most of the time, God already revealed it to you and you walking in fear of being alone. Baby. Being alone is the lonely. best thing for you because alone don't mean lonely. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you are hype. Oh my God. Okay. I'm sorry, y'all. I just, I'm sorry. Y'all know I get hype when y'all, when you strike the nerve. Be alone. Start your healing process. So you will walk into the new year whole. No, nah, because can I touch with on a that? True, me? genuine smile on your face with yeah. a peace that surpasses all understanding, with a liberty. Period. Go ahead, Diggy. Period. Period. Okay, because no, because I'm I'm getting I'm 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 really excited about it because 
it's something that I had to learn, that I just learned, that alone really don't mean lonely. It's the best thing for you. And just because you let things or people, okay, you let somebody go, don't go to a thing and don't get another person. Don't do that. Don't be more detrimental to yourself. People don't like the healing process is because it's ugly. It's ugly. It forces you to be real with yourself. It's It forces you to be vulnerable with yourself. It forces you to be open and in a place with God where you're just like, oh, I, I want to be everybody up because why did this person do me like this? Why did I allow this for myself? And people don't want to do that work. It's easier. It, it's easier to just mask it all and hide behind things, objects, other people doing everything you ain't got no business doing. And you know what? It could be something that is healthy for you. Some people can be addicted to even working out. Oh, I'm going to go for a 10-mile run because... Um, I don't think about these things. I could put my music in and I could run and I got to focus on my breathing, but you're still trying to cover up the issue. Getting to the root is the best thing for you. Just because you may have a week straight where you're crying and you feel like crap, that doesn't mean that the next week you won't be happy and full of joy. Like there's just so... And even in those moments when you think you're lonely, you're not. Amen. You're not. You are not. Literally, all you got to do is say, God, I need you. God, I feel lonely in this one moment. And the comfort that can come over you in that one moment. In that one moment. And yes, I get it. God is not a human. Okay, and? Okay, and? You're not alone. If you have a pet, you're not alone. If you have a child, you're not alone. If you live in the house with other people, you are not alone. You feel lonely, you feel like you want to do something that you know is going to be more detrimental, pick up the phone, okay? Nobody's picking up the phone in this one moment, okay? is If you have a roommate, okay, go sit and talk with your roommate, watch a movie or something. Get lost in a book. Something that's healthy for Reading you. Reading is fundamental. It yes, is. It is. It is. I'm, I'm a nerd, okay? I love the books. You put a book in front of me, and I'm going to read it in two days, max. Two days max, get lost in the characters, get books that is that are going to help you. Self-help books. People think you're crazy for reading self-help books. No, no, no. I have a book from my mom about addiction that, uh, yeah, I started reading it. Um, just breaking addictions. Like, and all you got to do is sit down and read it and you'll be like, you get lost in the book and it's not another character. And you'll be like, ooh, this applies to me. Write things out. Literally write things out. Okay, the emotions that you're feeling are so strong. You want to scream? Okay, you in the privacy of your home. You can do so. If you don't want to scream inside, go outside. You can get a journal. You can write some things out. Okay, you don't want to pray out loud? Write it in a prayer journal. You know, there's just so many different things that you can do to deal with your emotions directly and literally get to the root. And once you get to the root, you learn your triggers. Mm-hmm. You and that's important. Your triggers are so important to know because you know, hey, okay, this bothers me, right? So, for example, small trigger for me I don't like to be yelled at. You yell at me, we got a problem. Point blank, period. I'm flying off the handle. I had to learn, okay, if somebody yells at me, what am I going to do to stop? 
what am I going to do to calm myself down? Because I was in the military. When I was in boot camp, it was so hard because you have nothing but people yelling in your face all day, every day. You do something wrong, you on the toe line getting yelled at and degraded horribly to learn discipline. So what did I have to do in that moment? I had to say, okay, I'm going to go to another place in my mind, a very happy place, and I'm going to deep breathe. And I'm going to pick and choose out of what my REC is seeing. That's what's going to be helpful to me and what's going to crush my spirit. I'm going to pick and choose. And one guy had to go in one ear and out the other. To this day, I still hate being yelled at and I can still fly off the handle if I'm being yelled at. And I literally had to say, okay, I know this is a trigger for me. So how am I going to deal with it? Because somebody going to yell at you at some point in your life, you can't go around punching people in the face. Can't go around cussing everybody out. And that's just the small triggers. So the big ones that can be, that have deeper consequences, okay, if I get alone in a room and a certain thing happens and it triggers me, what am I going to do? What is that thing? What? Okay, why is this a trigger? You literally have to pinpoint it. You have to and write it down and write it down. And I, I personally hate writing stuff down and I never understood the significance of it. Until my mama's and spiritual mom, Mama Anita, has said, y'all need to start writing stuff down. Because when you can see it and you can visualize it and you talk to yourself about it, then you understand more. And it's also a constant reminder. You don't have to fight to remember why you're struggling in that one moment. It's okay, let me go on my journal. This just happened. Did I write it down in my journal already? Okay. Or something similar to this. Okay, what tools do I use for this? Okay, because we got well, I, we got some questions being Okay, you can um, you can go into. Okay, um, we have a person who says, um, what do I do when I have an issue with saying no? Well, go ahead. I mean, everybody just went quiet. What happened? I'm sorry, I got that issue too. For me, it was a confidence issue. Um, I was afraid of what people would think of me if I started saying no, saying no, and who I would lose. It it was a major self esteem thing for me. You got to put yourself first, and literally, it's going to be hard, especially when you have a giving heart. But you have to get a certain boldness thing, and you have to pray for it to say, God, give me the the discernment for the situations where I have to say no in. And when it's time to say no, let me say it with a boldness and a confidence that I am firm on what I said, no means no. And if they don't respect it and they got a problem with it, yeah, I say, say to the left, to the left. And are they saying, are you saying no because they're using you and this is um, a constant person that's coming um, to you? Um, trying to get whatever you have or they know you're the yes person so oh she ain't gonna say no and if she got it she gonna give it anyway she says a little bit of both okay so at that point you have to set the standard i've learned if i don't have it to give to you i'm not giving it i could it could be sitting in my bank account but because i know you're most likely not going to pay you back. Um, 
I'm not going to release it. So let your no be no and your yes be a yes. And let me ask you. Uh, money or anything valuable can tear up a relationship. And yeah. I am one that don't believe in allowing third parties in anything. So a third party could be money. It could be a bill. It could be another person. Whatever that is, whatever that third party is, if it's going to cause issues or stress, don't allow it. And let me let me ask this viewer a question. Have you been in a predicament to where it's a harsh one um, to where you're saying yes and you you're getting hurt in the end? Like you lost that friendship knowing this person owes you something back or anything of the sort like that, if my question makes sense. Um, she said not necessarily that she feels like she's owed anything back. She said it's just that, um, like Quint said, most people know that if I see a person in need or see a person that needs help, I help. She said, I don't really expect nothing in return. She said, but when you do it so many times that nothing is changing, nothing is different, it's always, oh, well, if I, I did not have it to do at that time, you don't know me. I'm only good when I benefit you. So they're not your friend and you're enabling that person. They're truly using you. So at that point, it's just like, okay, I'm going to let my no be a no. And if you walk away, more power to you. Now, that literally just happened with me. I um, I made a, an old, uh, an ex-friend. I made her birthday happen for her with a significant amount of money that I really did not have to give. Um, but I gave it anyway. And when the event came and got down there, and mind you, that, that same week, I dislocated my knee and everything still managed to get out of the cast, hopped on the road, drove for hours to get down there to celebrate her birthday and um, make sure everything was straight for her. And when I got down there, she started, she treated me like um, about had a stepchild, like a straight up side chick when her other friends got around. And when it happened, I never felt so disrespected in my life. And it was just like, wow. But prior to that, it was, I hadn't been able to ask her for anything. And I don't know how long when things were supposed to, when things were happening with me and my kid, she wasn't there. No, none of it. But when she needed something, I needed her. When, when she needed something, I was just right there for her. But when I needed her, that was it. And in the end, when I made a decision because she was also supposed to be my son's godmom, but she never fulfilled that role. And in the end, when I came to her about it, it was straight up, you know what, I'm taking space from you and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, hold on, you're upset because I called you out on what you were not doing. But yeah, I was doing everything for you. So literally all that to say, let him go. Just let it go because people will literally do things just because you have a giving heart. Right. And one-sided relationships are never an option. Ever. Coco, you got something to say. 
I was just gonna say she said, okay, she understand now and thank you. That's what she said. You're welcome. My Coco, why are you holding your breath? Because she got something to say. <laughs> and she holding it back. I feel like she downloading a she file did. that's too big and I'm finna go that way. No. Um, <laughs> I mean. She put the Amber move. Oh no. This is the this is the thing. In this particular situation that you got going on. First of all, people can't do no more than you allow. That's right. That's the first thing. And second of all, you've been dealing with this now for half of your age. And that's a long time. That that's all you are to somebody. Mm -hmm. You're the walking ATM. You're the walking food stamp card. This is what everybody, they know that they can come to you to get whatever they need. And because you, as I say, because you make yourself so accessible to people that should not have that type of access, mm -hmm. first and foremost, that's the biggest thing. You don't, everybody literally got so much access to you. It's like you a 24-hour ATM machine. Mm -hmm. That's how that, that's what it is. And you got to stop making yourself accessible. That's it. Access denied. Period. Because if you don't, it could be harmful to you mm -hmm. further down the road. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I don't want to see you in a place where you have now gotten fed up with being used, and you respond the wrong way. Mm -hmm. That's that that, I don't. No. No, D. You said no. And um. Yeah, just like Quint said, you can. You ain't even got to answer the phone for people. That's right. You don't have to on a cell phone that works wonders. Right. But even at your front door, mm -hmm. I don't have to open it at all. <clears throat> you know, all of that. You don't even have to show up to functions. That's right. They ain't got to worry why you're not coming no more. That's right. They'll put you together eventually. Right. They can be upset all day, every day, but it's you setting boundaries and choosing you. Yeah, you, I mean, you got to do this now, though. Like, you, you've already been allowing this for over 16, 17 years. That's too long. That's too long. That mm -hmm. means that, that means you just feel like, oh, I got to help. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I got to. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to. For everybody. And you can't save the world. That part you're not obligated to do anything for anybody but God. Look, and it, it on top of that, but when you need at the first sign that you need him, they know where to be found. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they out of town. Mm -hmm. You know you just saw them yesterday. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden they got a problem with you. All this you mm -hmm. going places you, you going places you don't go. Mm -hmm. I mean, it 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 turn into stuff that be real funny sometimes. Sometimes it's very comical. Mm -hmm. But 
Stop being so accessible. Let me just say that. It's tricky at first when you have such a given spirit to start telling people no, but it's not. I'm telling you firsthand, it's not impossible. That's right. I don't know how many, how many times that my two mamas up here have told me you need to start stamping people denied. No, nope, 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 nope. Because I couldn't do it. It was almost impossible. I felt bad every time I tell somebody no. Until I realized it was more beneficial to tell somebody no to keep stressing over people who were not really, did not have my best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. But this is the one thing I will say, and I'm not one to do it, but um, sometimes it's not easier to put on the facade. And the reason reason why I say that, first of all, it takes a lot of work to pretend. Sure does. It, it takes more work to pretend than to do the spy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Seriously. I mean, at, at, at the end of the day, honey, I'm not going to put on no facade, to you, facade for you. If I ain't happy, I ain't happy. That's right. If I got an issue with you, I got an issue with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and, and make it seem no type of way. That's right. It's easier for me to just tell you the truth than to try to tell you a lie. Because first of all, you gotta remember what you said. Amen. So true. So, honey, just know. And just because you don't have it or got to tell somebody no, don't mean that you gotta go and strain yourself to make some shake for somebody else. You do not. And don't feel guilty saying no. Because I've been in that place where if I did, if I did for me, I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. So I had to get to the point where I was like, okay, Lord, I deserve, I deserve so much more. So they, I'm not going lacking to help anybody else. I'm just not going to do it. All I keep hearing is above all things, I wish that thou mayest prosper and be in good health. Prosper. That's so prosper. That, that's it. Very simple. He, God don't want us lacking behind other people and stressing ourselves out. Health don't mean just physically. It means mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. No, sweetheart. That is not. Hmm. She said she said that she has even dipped into her rent money before to help people. No, baby. I've done that too. Don't do that no more. No. No, sweetie. I said because at, at at the end of the day, if you were banking on them paying you whatever portion that was back, and not have to deal with eviction, hmm. if they did pay you back, no, no, sweetheart, you can't. No, you guys, no, do that no more. You're supposed to prosper. You can't. What I had to learn is that you can't. You can't pour out from an empty cup. If I ain't got no water in my cup, I can't pour water in yours. Period. So true. It's very simple. If I don't have food on my plate, I I can't give you anything if I'm empty, if I don't have. And I don't have means, okay, I have $100. Oh, hey, I need $99. No, 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 no. I need need $99. Do I have $200? Do I have double that to give you so that I have a backup? 
not, oh, I have $100 and I'm going to have a dollar left over. No, no, no. You need to make sure that you're secure and stable in the end. And that's this is something that I'm still learning. Still very much so learning. Um, so, yeah. Because helping other people, boy, it'll put you in some bad predicaments. Testimony, Coco. Yes. Okay, so one, two. It was an October show, I do believe. Or it could have been. Yeah, I think it was an October show. Um, where we were on the show and we was talking to a young lady who asked us, should she take a new job or stay where she was to keep the relationship she had with the young the young man that she was mm-hmm. with. And while we was on the show, you know, the Lord did a full download. Mm-hmm. And the stuff she wouldn't say, we would say, and then she would continue to answer mm-hmm. until we got the information that we needed to get mm-hmm. to find out what had actually took place without her actually saying it. Right. So this particular young lady, um, if she would not have been on the show with us that night, um, she was being set up to be trafficked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we thank God they they did not get her. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the traffickers um, were actually caught. Amen. And um, she, that particular young lady, sent us uh, a thank you, pretty much. Amen. Um, And she said that that with uh, what happened that night, they caught the two that were coming to get her. Mm-hmm. But they were able to set up a sting, an online one, to um, see who would take the bait. And they found the same, uh, some more people that were like, you know, grouped together mm-hmm. that were, this is what they do. To God be the glory. Wow. Um, you know, she said, because of that night, she has no idea. How many other people besides her were saved? Amen. Um, so she just wanted to say thank you. Amen. To God be glory. Oh, Jesus. Um, it, it won't nobody but the Lord, honey, because that Amen. that night we even had folks in the com- comment section. Amen. And helping us decipher what she had going on without her actually saying it. Right. So I mean, yeah, I'm happy for you though. I'm so excited for you. I do hope that you are very much so safe. You know now, um, you know, uh, the difference between what's true and what's not. Um, because question: Are is her and her boyfriend still together? She said, "No, not really." She said, "Um." You know, she, um, she kind of, she kind of messed that up, and she know that she messed it up, so she's just trying to deal. Okay. Okay. I'm praying. Yeah. Because he does love you. He's yeah. hurting, but he truly loves you. Um. So, don't give up too quick. Continue to pray, stay in the face of God. And um, 
Allow God to mend. And allow God to heal. Yeah. And I pray you get counsel. Yes. Good counsel. Yes. Yes. Well, I am so excited for you, though. Yes. Um, uh, as you can see in the comment section, we had a person that said, Amen and praise God, because that had me terrified. Amen. I mean, we were all feeling some kind of way. Yes. About what was going on and to just know that the Lord was like, no, say this, say that. And asking, asking what the Lord said. Right. It's how you know we were able to do what we had to do. Amen. That's all on that's all on him. That's not on us at all. That's right. So we bless the Lord. Amen. Yes. And thank you. So we are we are excited because yeah. the Lord gives another hand clap. Amen. But so keep us updated. Thank you for chiming in and just yeah. giving us the update. But keep us updated because God has a lot in store for you. But definitely get counsel. There are some things that you are believing God for that you want to do. Go after it. Yeah. Don't stop. Just continue to trust God. She said she she just saying thank you. So you, again, we are excited for you, sweetheart. Amen. I hope that we was uh, you know, I hope that. Not just you that night. I hope that there was another young lady who may have already decided to make the decision to do what you were going to do. Mm -hmm. And they didn't make the right choice. Amen. You know, that that's the thing. You know, when people set us up for stuff, you, you really have to know the difference between the truth and the counterfeit. Amen. And I pray a spirit of discernment over your life and that you get a relationship with God like never before, an intimate relationship like yeah. never before. Get to truly know him. Get back in the church. Call your pastor. Talk to your pastor. And um, do what the Lord is calling you to do. But even in that, you're going to have to take time and heal. Mm -hmm. So definitely take time and heal okay Coco. next question wait really quick i just want to give a shout out to a new viewer who is also my best friend amen she got all this energy tonight. All right, y'all. Yeah, right. It's the lack of sleep, but it's okay. I'm here. I'm Amen. here. <laughs> okay, so uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to start reading it. If I read it wrong, just let me know. But they, it looks like they said, because I'm trying to decipher. Okay, what if I have attempted to let go um, and went just when I think I'm done? Um, it's like the same, well, the individuals are like chasing them. 
it's right. D define chasing. Like, is it stalking or is it they're just like they're doing a thing where it's no, don't go? Yeah, that like the no don't go. The no don't go. Ooh. So they whispering the sweet nothings in your ear and they trying to manipulate you into saying you're only going to stay if you want to stay. Yeah. Because no matter how much someone tells you not to go, if you're truly sick and tired of being sick and tired and you're truly, truly fed up, you're going to walk out of that. So mm -hmm. I've learned when if I'm not done with a relationship, I'm not going anywhere. I don't care what the people say. I'm just not going. I have to be completely done because I don't want to do the back and forth stuff. Yep. So when you get tired of whatever you're going through at that moment, you are going to get up and step mm -hmm. out on faith. That part. Hey, you got to love yourself more to say once I'm about this situation, I'm not going back. Why are you why are you trying to leave? And how long have you been with the individual? Because they know for a fact that they are not the only one. Um, it's been a lot of choosing to stick around when I should have left, but now it's just like it's harder for me to go. What's the what's the hesitation? It's a soul tie. How long y'all been together? Six years. It's a, it's a soul tie. But yeah. once again, when you're tired, you'll be tired. And and um, you have low self esteem, and you need to get to know who you are, mm -hmm. um, so that you will not tolerate certain things. You have to set a standard in your life and realize that you deserve more. Yes, Mr. Yes, Mr. Gill. Yeah, that's my dad. My <laughs> papa. Okay. Is she okay. right? This, this person said, I let go. I'm just trying to, I don't know why it looks like this, but okay. They said, I let go and I almost lost my life from it. Why? Were you in abuse? Okay. Almost lost it. Okay. And you chose to say. Okay, so you was in a domestic violence relationship. Okay. And are you still in it? Yeah, that was going to be my question. Is it the same individual? Okay. No, not with them anymore. Okay. Are you fearful? Are they still after you? Yes. Do you have a, a restraining order? Yep. Do they know where you live? Yep. Thank you, said. What state are you in? Tennessee. Okay. Um, do you have family? 
No, not here. So he has he moved you there? Yeah. Are you willing to leave? No. She says she said everything is her hers. She worked too hard to get it to just leave. So you allow the material stuff to um she said house was in her name and she don't want to give up what she worked hard to get. So okay. So have you thought about renting the house out? Do you own the house? Yeah. Let me say this. I realize that all of this is material stuff and you took the steps to get out and I commend you. Um, we just lost two people behind domestic violence. And if he's stalking you and he's after you, and you know you were in a bad situation. I don't put anything past people. Material stuff you can get back, but your life you cannot. No, because uh, I don't know if I posted it or sent it to you or not. Quick, I, I, I guess if I did, you didn't. Um, you didn't say anything. But there was a young lady. She was in um, New Jersey. Okay. She. Same situation as this person is talking. Mm -hmm. And violent situation. She went, got a restraining off a restraining order. Um she took the restraining order to the landlord and asked the landlord to change her locks because she knew he still had keys. Mm -hmm. Landlord told her that does he wasn't doing it. And because he did not do it. A week later, he came and killed her and the children. Mm, mm, mm. Jesus. She woke up with him in her house. Jesus. And he killed everybody and then killed himself. So you're going to have to make a decision. So, ain't no I, I know you worked hard for what you have. However, your life means more. And if you want to talk to us off air after um, the show, we'll be willing. You can um, let Coco know and we'll be willing to talk to you. But um, you got a decision to make. Miss Deja said to you, save money, pray, pack and leave to save your life. Amen. It is okay to um to start over. It's not. She said, she said this was her start over. He isolated you though, so it wasn't really a start over. He moves you so he can have control over you. You're right. Did you tell anybody what you're going through? Have you told your family? Only her sister. Only her sister? And what did her sister say? That she needed to go. It was toxic.
you need to go back to your family. They will welcome you with open arms. Yes, it's necessary. Um, Because um, everything you have, you can get back um, and bigger and better. Sell it. Get a, a realtor and make some silent moves. Mm -hmm. Very silent, like don't tell nobody. Nobody at all. No friends. No, don't even tell your sister. Just go. Coco, is she writing? Mm -hmm. She said right now in my heart. Okay, so this is the thing. I see that you just returned back to that. So this is if you cannot let go of your materialistic stuff because it's you're that animate that this is yours and you, you work this to get this and that. Okay. If it doesn't fix the issue, you still got to deal with it. And at the end of the day, look, is it just you? You got kids too? Okay. So I just told you about the story about the other young lady. If that's not enough, who was in your exact situation, if that's not enough, for you to want to say, I, I can leave it to the side, but I got to go. I don't know what it is. Am I saying that this is going to happen? Oh, we don't know. You never know when the individual is going to snap. That's right. And we don't want it to end up being the opposite. You mm -hmm. be the one that snap. We just talked about that situation too, that we had a, a person that um, had tried to get out of her situation as well. But thought she had got out of it, but he followed her. And she took her life and him. And she was tired. Amen. We don't want neither one of those scenarios to be you. That's right. But we hope that we have been able to answer your question. And as Quint said, the inbox is open. You send me a message, we'll respond. Okay, so she just said thank you. I'm begging you to get out. I'm begging, I'm pleading with you to get out.
It may seem inconvenient, but getting out is the best option, especially you if if you have children. And especially if you know that you have a, a support system that is willing to take you back with open arms. Get out is not, um, it's not to deter you from what you already have. Try to, you know, um, sometimes your start, you, you might have to do a restart on your start over. Um, people can be very dangerous. You know, you don't know anybody's capabilities when it comes down to it. Um, people really go crazy. It all comes down to things that you're attached to that are not meant for you. Um, people can really, really go crazy. And domestic violence situations are so unpredictable and nobody here wants wants to see or hear that you that you lost your life or that you were unable to get out. If you're able to get away and the only thing is holding you are the materialistic things that you can get back for at, at, at some point in time when things are safer and it's dealt with, get out. A restraining order at the end of the day, it's a um, it's a piece of paper. It's supposed to be for protection, but people find ways to get around it and they're not always adhered to. Um, you hear stories in the news, there's a plethora of movies about it. Um, if you know anybody, so getting out is your best option. And and what I'm hearing right now is God is pruning you. You're in your pruning stages. So some things he has to cut off. Yes, you have your house. Yes, you have your material. But when you go through your pruning, he cuts those things off so that he can redevelop you and you grow into something that's bigger and better. Um, at this point, you have your house, but that house can be, it, it is an asset um, to get you to safety. Um, do what you need to do for your life and your children's life. Love you more than the material stuff. And I'm truly going to pray for you because um, the material things, listen, I was in a car accident in 2012. I was moving to Georgia and I lost everything. My car flipped on the Jersey Turnpike. I lost everything. But I promise you, the start over was greater. So please save your life. With that being said, um, tonight we're going to close out early. I'm going to let Coco do another testimony. And we're going to go ahead and close out. Um, but I thank all of you reviewing us on tonight because you took time out of your family time to come in to view us to ask us questions and we greatly appreciate you so i pray nothing but blessings and favor over your life i pray that god customize the blessing to meet the needs of your household i bind up anything that's not like god that's trying to stay attached to you i send it to dry places in the name of jesus and i trust that God is going to dispatch his angels around you, his warring angels to protect you from any hurt, harm, or danger in Jesus' name. Amen. Coco, it's in your hands. I mean, I don't know why she passed the bag over here. She just gave the benediction. Give a testimony. <laughs> okay, let's see. 
We don't have a, a another testimony that's behind this one. Okay. It's just like a bunch of questions. So that yeah. Okay. So we'll, she said it all. She gave the benediction already. So we'll be back on Monday. Um, we really once again appreciate you all. You all have a great and prosperous night. Good night, y'all. Good night. Love you all.